Welcome to Seder Stories, the official podcast of Holy Cross Athletics, presented by UMass Memorial Health. Welcome to Seder Stories, the official podcast of Holy Cross Athletics, presented by UMass Memorial Health. I'm your host, Kevin Gale. This month, we're recognizing some tremendous Holy Cross alumni as part of Black History Month, and I'm glad to be joined today by Sean Mallier. Sean is a former Holy Cross basketball player and a 1974 graduate with a BA in economics. He's lived an amazing life as a Marine pilot, Alpine ski race coach, CEO, and marketing executive. Today, Sean is vice president of the Holy Cross Alumni Association Board and founder of Winter for Kids at the National Winter Activity Center in Vernon, New Jersey. Winter for Kids was an initiative of the National Winter Sports Education Foundation. That's a not-for-profit aimed at improving the health and fitness of kids through winter activities. The kids use those outdoor experiences to explore new academic and sport opportunities. It's all quite a resume, and I'm sure he has some awesome stories to share. Sean, welcome to Seder Stories. Thanks so much for joining us. Oh, thanks, Kevin. That's the best introduction I've ever heard. Can I use that? Because <laughs> I might need that for my next thing. No, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here, Kevin. Yeah, we could do like an MP3 CV for you. So anytime you send out that resume going forward, you can just lock and load with that one. Um, it's obviously an honor to have you on the show. We always love to ask our alums, what was your proudest moment as a Holy Cross student athlete? Wow. We start with the hard questions. Yeah, you know, um, so here's a story because I tell stories. Um, like I played basketball while I was a walk-on, but that's just the beginning of the story. I didn't play basketball in high school. Really? No, I didn't. I went to Rice High School in New York, and if people know the Rice history, um, I tell people all the time that managers at Rice could start at any of the high schools, so I didn't. So I think the proudest moment was that at Holy Cross, when I tried out and I, I, I made the team, and, and while I didn't really realize it, it was probably that inflection point that was so exciting because um, I had... I wanted to, I didn't know how to, but uh, you know, wearing the purple the first time and, and representing a school, um, I never knew how significant it was, but that, that had to be the moment. One of the many moments I should say, Kevin. So without any true prep experience, how did you stand out in that tryout and earn your opportunity to be a crusader? Ooh, I think that some of my teammates would say that one, I could jump very well and I had no handles and no jump shot. I think it was just relentless energy. Matter of fact, Bill Doran, who's a good friend of mine and, and also on my board says to me that, Sean, you have the same energy today that you had when you were at Holy Cross. And I'm not sure if it meant I didn't really have a lot of energy then or I have a lot of energy now, but I think it was just the passion to try something and do the best I could. And going beyond your basketball experience, how did the Jesuit education at Holy Cross really influence your career path going forward? I, I would think that everybody talks about this, but it's critical thinking. Um, in all of my career, if you were to ask me, what is the one thing that you believe that you're really good at? And it's problem solving. So I relish problem solving. 
such that I'm good for startups. I'm good for fixing things. Sometimes I can break them to fix them, but but I think that the idea of taking a look at anything and going through a set of options and alternatives and coming up with not the perfect solution, but the best solution, I think is something I've used my whole career. And, and I tell people all the time that problem solvers are really, really valuable in every particular industry or career you could think of. Absolutely. And, and you had mentioned that you have a lot of energy and enthusiasm. We have a lot of proud Holy Cross alums that join us on the show, but you've taken an even bigger step by working with the Alumni Association Board. How have you seen Holy Cross grow as a college since your time as a student? Wow. I, I think that, that, you know, I appreciate Holy Cross now more than when I was there, but I think that over the years, um, this expansion of, of um, the community. So when I was there, the first year of co-education occurred. Um, and, and since then, in, in looking at the, um, it's become far more diverse in not only in the ethnicities, but across gender, across lifestyles, across geographies. And I think that, and now even that we have a president who by the very, all the things he does is, is not a priest, um, is, is, is uh, attesting to the fact that Holy Cross, even though it doesn't know it, it kind of embraces diversity without doing much. I'm not sure we do it well yet, but it surely is that we, uh, we're not afraid to uh, venture into places that may not be traditional for us. You talked about diversity, and you certainly are a pioneer. Right after graduation, you joined the Marine Corps and became one of their first black jet pilots. How did that decision to serve your country really reshape your goals for the future? Well, first, I was probably the third black jet pilot. There was Major General Peterson and then Charlie Bolden, who was the NASA administrator. And if I were as good as those guys, I probably would still be in now. But but I, I think that that one of the things that Holy Cross did coming from the Bronx and from coming from a, a background from a single parent and from a projects kid, I think that one of the things that happened, this goes back to sports, is that um, it kind of opened my eyes to opportunities. And, and actually my background and my history and that resume, which looks very good for a movie, um, wasn't really planned, Kevin. Uh, and I tell people that all those things happen because I did not know that I was not supposed to do those things. You know, I look back on it and it's been spectacular. I've had a great life. But I will say there's something about sports that, that we miss. And I think that basketball, like any place, um, it kind of embraces the things that I find important. I'll let you ask me the question so that we can do that. But, but there's a deeper thing that I think sports brings to the table about our culture today that I think we miss. Yeah, absolutely. And what, and what would you say that is? Uh, I, so I embrace things that in our culture today about um, to welcome, embrace, empathize, and then to help people belong. That's a deeper dive than diversity. But a basketball team, when you're there, you have this common thing about you're on a team, you have a goal to be the best you can. 
um, you 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 get to empathize, which to me is accepting people from where they come from and letting them be who they be. That's a natural part of being part of a team. Um, embracing is that warmth or that that teamwork that everybody says it's tough to define, but you know it because you hang out with your the the guys or the women or whoever it is on your team and at times, and then a sense of belonging. Doesn't matter where you came from. Doesn't really matter who you are, but you're you're there. Those things are inherent amongst any team. And so you, maybe I'm a little bit naive, but you don't get this sense of conflict mm-hmm. um, in a team, whether it's football or basketball or any of those sports, because you 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 don't ignore these things. They're part of the natural evolution community. I think that's very well said. And I think empathy is one of those words we should hear even more in in today's world. Let's take a quick break here. And when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Sean Mallier. What does it mean to be relentless? It means providing access to great medicine for everyone. UMass Memorial Health, the relentless pursuit of healing. Find the help you're looking for at ummhealth.org. At Wegmans, We've packed our fresh and delicious salads with incredible flavor. Each one is made with our very best ingredients, like fresh greens, imported cheeses, and our signature dressings. We've packed big, delicious flavor into every bite for salads that are endlessly good. At Fuel America, We've created a place for people to gather, to share their stories. We are a destination, and we are a starting point. Because Fuel America is not just our name, it's our mission. Run, roll, walk. Massachusetts is getting moving again. And UMass Memorial Healthcare is here to do our part. Push, pull. We're the region's leader in orthopedics with more doctors, more expertise, and more locations than anyone else. Stir, kick, get moving again with UMass Memorial Healthcare's orthopedics experts. Appointments available now. Call 855 UMass MD. UMass Memorial Healthcare a proud sponsor of Holy Cross Athletics. Just across Worcester, WPI graduate students are collaborating on solutions to the world's greatest challenges. Their innovations are transforming everyday lives. And our alumni have rewarding careers in robotics and data science to advance manufacturing and business. What will your impact be? Start exploring today at wp.wpi.edu forward slash grad explore. Welcome back to Seder Stories. I'm Kevin Gale, joined by former Crusader basketball player, Sean Mallier. Now, Sean, after serving in the Marine Corps, you earned an MBA and worked as an executive in technology and banking. You mentioned that a lot of opportunities in your life have, have sort of found you. How did those businesses attract you and, and what brought you into those fields? You know, I, I, I was always excited about once I got out of the Marine Corps, the possibilities. And so all of it was about problem solving. My, at the heart of me, I'm a sales and marketing person. Mm-hmm. So in that context, um, selling for me was natural, even though I didn't like it when I grew up, because all I remember about selling is a world book encyclopedia. 
People might laugh at this, but my mother who's passed away is probably still paying for it now. But, but I think that one of the things that came out of all that was, was problem solving. You know, that whether it was technology to be used to address tracking, uh, you know, performance of those things, that became part of it. I think that, that um, it's um, in everything I do, it's really to solve problems. And so I, it, it makes it easier for me to pay attention to the customer, the client, the individual on the other side, because I'll spend time listening and understanding that if I can, to match up whatever product or solution we have, whatever need they have. And, and for our younger listeners, uh, the World Book Encyclopedia was like a printed version of Wikipedia. It was about, you know, this thick. There were hundreds of volumes, and you're right. It cost a fortune to buy and store in your home. I think we have a storage unit with some of my parents somewhere. Yeah, it's, um, you know, I, and I read those. I was a voracious reader. So mm-hmm. I think I read every one of them come from cover to cover. And, um, and I guess if I had to think about it today, I prefer those over the Internet. Because the internet is narrow because if you want to find something, you can, but you don't get the rest of the story. You just get what you're looking for. Absolutely. At the top of the show, we talked about Winter for Kids and your time as a ski coach. I'm so interested in how a kid from the Bronx ends up as an alpine ski racing coach. What made you fall in love with the sport? It surely was not my first start because <laughs> it was miserable. Um, <laughs> I... I you know, again, it's one of those things that I didn't know I wasn't supposed to do that. I was flying in the Marine Corps, and my navigator decided, his guy, a guy by the name of Mike Vizier, who was a skier, decided we should go skiing on the way back. And he took me to Park City. He was a good skier. I was a novice, beginner, um, no lesson, not the right clothes on, followed him up a, a trail called Payday, and, and it was miserable. It was terrible. I was never, ever going to do it again. But going back to community, you know, I was in California. I found a ski club, uh, Four Seasons West, and it was part of a, a large, larger organization that's predominantly African-American. And it helped me um, go from never, ever to being good at it. But I'm, I'm good at things because I always want to be a student in a sport, not necessarily the best in a sport. Right. So if anybody, if I want to be like somebody, I want to be like Steve Kerr or Phil Jackson. Do you know what I mean? Because that's the way it is. And I went from from not being very good at all to being at least a good student of the sport, which allowed me to be a better coach because I can't ski as well as most. But skiing and coaching is observation, understanding, helping to identify issues, giving the athlete something to work on to get better. And that goes back to my problem solving thing, going back to who's on the other side. Um, you know, I guess when I look at, at my values and culture, it's, um, it's the same thing with, with the um, Holy Cross Alumni Association, mm-hmm. is how can I understand how we create um, engagement for life with alumni from their perspective and what can we do in this association and an institution? Absolutely. And in terms of winter for kids, for someone who took a little while to warm up to the sport, what do you think is the most important mission of that group in terms of introducing kids to these outdoor winter sports? Yeah, that's Kevin. That's a, that's an extraordinary question. 
but one I've, I've evolved to is that winter for kids as its core outcome is for us to help those kids develop better attitudes about themselves, self-esteem, about their health, physical, mental health, nutrition, and activity. We actually have created a hydroponic garden for them to have as part of their experiences. Opportunity, that is that, you know, poverty's biggest impact is that it narrows the outlook on potential. And, and by getting those kids to come up and see what a mountain looks like and have them go out there and fall and get up and experience it um, triggers the fact that they can look at anything as potential. Mastery is, okay, how do I get good at skiing, snowboarding, or cross country? But then the inherent part that we all take for granted is this love or inherent access to the outdoors. Every kid has a right to enjoy the outdoors winter or summertime. And so when I look at what Winter for Kids does, it's not sports for sports sake. It's sports as a mean to eat, a means to save lives or change lives. That's beautifully said. Sean, I, we see the impact that you've had on, on young skiers, young outdoors people. I want to bring it all the way back to Holy Cross now. We always like to wrap up our interviews by asking if you could give advice to any current student athlete at Holy Cross, what would it be? I think it, it was the thing that changed my life was that I came from a predominantly um, ethnically limited environment and social economically capped. And then when I got to school there, this the education above the academics um, prepared me for everything I've been able to do today. And I think that if I were every single student there, I would take a step out of your comfort zone every single day. It's a safe place. It's not always easy, but that step will continue to do the same thing that we do at Winter for Kids, self, health, opportunity, mastery, and a love of whatever it is you do. I love that advice. I mean, look at all the stepping out of your comfort zone that you've done in your life. Uh, joining the basketball team without much experience, jumping into a cockpit in the Marine Corps, throwing yourself down a slope in Park City. I mean, <laughs> it has led to an incredible life for you. Yes, it has. And and that's, um, I get goosebumps to realize how blessed I am. And, and um, I just hope that every single student has this opportunity, and and we all do. Sometimes we have to, um, um, and the school has to do this, is actually drag them out of their comfort zone so that we could all get better at being better. Sean, this has been great. Thank you so much for your time. We wish you all the best with your work at Winter for Kids and, of course, the Holy Cross Alumni Association. Thank you again. Thank you, Kevin. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Seder Stories. Please subscribe on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you like our show, please leave a five-star rating and review. Those reviews are the best way for other crusaders to find our show. Thanks again for listening to Seder Stories. I'm Kevin Gale. Go Cross Go. Thank you for listening to this episode of Seder Stories, presented by UMass Memorial Health. Stay in the loop on all things Holy Cross Athletics at GoHolyCross.com and at GoHolyCross on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
Go Cross Go.